Ricardo. Hello. <laughs> God, <laughs> you guys fucked me, dude. Can I start? Can I start by reading back what what you you texted us today? Uh, yeah, you don't want to give an intro to this to this episode. <laughs> Listen, this is Ricardo. This is what Ricardo texted us today. What the fuck? Started watching a few minutes ago. Ah, what the fuck? Fuck you both. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> uh, that's yeah. how we how we start this. That's bitch fucked off. up, dude. I'll be honest. I wasn't really even thinking that hard about this development as the season went on. Like I'll, I, I was actually really surprised with myself because I wasn't thinking of like, it was so far from my mind that I was really impressed that I didn't accidentally let it slip in casual conversation. <laughs> well, here we are. We're, we're, we're here with, this is newbie Star Trek, everyone. And yeah. Natasha Yar is dead. <laughs> God damn and it. Ricardo's first time through Star Trek, specifically TNG right now. And uh, yeah, it's, um, Natasha Yar died in a way that um they it wasn't originally planned this way, you know. It's not like Morph and X-Men or something, you know, where like, oh, he's supposed to die and thus stakes increase. Like, she just died. This so. is this is both the coolest yet shittiest episode at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get more into it once we discuss it, but yeah. I found myself I think when I originally watched this episode, I thought of it the same way many Star Trek fans think of it. And then when I rewatched it, it, it I feel very differently about it now, um, mm, which I think is really, I don't know why. I, I found it far more affecting than I thought it would be. But okay, anyway. So that's the difference. Yeah. It, it actually yeah. Like got you this time. Yeah. I, 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 don't know, I don't know if it's because I noticed details more or I just, there's a different context now with, you know, the way way the show is but the way we're going through the show you know instead of just catching random episodes like you used to oh um, true uh, true uh, anyway we're we're newbie star trek we're a podcast if you guys have been liking the podcast before we get into it uh <laughs> maybe you could you know leave us a review was on, that a sneeze on <laughs> no i was i was scoffing <laughs> i was scoffing uh, at more on, <laughs> on apple podcasts or or podcast addict or wherever or don't it's fine. Yeah. You could just keep listening. But anyway, let's uh let's get into the meat of it because there's a lot going on. Dan, this episode, do you know when it came out? It came out in April 25th in 1988. So what are you going to tell us about what happened during that time? You liar. You told us we were going to get into the meat of it, but now we're just distracting <laughs> yeah. everyone with history. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, the meat this of the is podcast. The meat. This yeah. is like this is like a bullshit appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you took us to Chili's and bought us the fucking sampler plate and nobody wants anything on it, dude. <laughs> no, it's like I got the egg rolls from like an American restaurant, you know, and you're like, nobody wants these egg rolls. From Pew like, Chang's? <laughs> <laughs> yes, an American restaurant. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, uh, would you like would some you foam in your drink? It's called a cup of kino, and you'll never <laughs> guess what it costs. Is that is this when it was invented? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry thought, to get your hopes up. <laughs> oh man, that would have been I, really I was good. Like, though. I was like, did Arrested Development like <laughs> just do a historical event as part of a joke? <laughs> okay, uh, well, okay. Uh, getting down to history, so we can get out of it real quick. Um, I literally found only one thing that was of note to my brain. 
um, in my search Brian. throughout that week. Because remember, it's only been a week. Mm-hmm. Um, the a recent uh, film release, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, starring a Uh-oh. young George Clooney, um, released in theaters that previous weekend. Um, I only thought it stood out because I know of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It spawned a <laughs> nice, large franchise of... It's it's weird. Like, what the hell is the Killer Tomatoes franchise? It had like a cartoon. It had some movies. I don't know. It 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 strikes me as family friendly trauma or something like that. Where it's kind of like, sort of, but like the Toxic Avenger kind of had the same thing happen to him. Yeah, Toxic Avenger really, became really family dirty. friendly. Yeah. <laughs> no, a Toxic Avenger was really dirty, dude. And no, there's a friendly version. Like I guess because they did a cartoon. Uh, I think they, they, they did had a, a family friendly version called Toxic Crusaders. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I get it mixed up. Whichever's which, but th- yeah, they made a fran- family friendly version for whatever reason. Just weird. They're like making a family friendly version of like. I don't know, like some sort of horror movie. <laughs> did, you say, did you say horror movie? My, my, <laughs> my brain just froze, dude. <laughs> you know, the movie full of whores. The horror movie. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, um, yeah, and, and it, it was just interesting to find a movie, like a kind of a shitty movie that George Clooney was in, so. That's the only a friend thing that stood out to a, me. A friend of ours edited a, a Killer Tomatoes movie. Oh, really? Or, or at least two of them. Uh, Beth Accomando. That's she, right. Yeah, she 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 uh, edited uh, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back and Killer Tomatoes Eat Friends, which nice. is a great name. <laughs> well, boy, am I glad I brought this up. Yeah, because I had forgotten about that. Shout yeah, outs yeah, to yeah. Beth. Yeah, Beth is awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we were just as a little... Con- like, she used to um, do... Um, thing called hobbit meals this is ricardo's favorite well don't say used to that's gonna offend her that's true she would like to do it again it's just we're in quarantine so we we would be doing it now if it wasn't for quarantine uh but yeah basically the way the hobbits describe all of the meals at the beginning of uh not the beginning the in in fellowship of the ring where they're like what about second breakfast and you know and then lunch and then ricardo's getting so angry (laughs) yeah Anyway, the concept is that you eat all the actual meals that a hobbit defines as like the seven meals of the day while watching the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's like 11 meals. It's more than seven. It's like 11. A lot I of think meals. you're just confusing it with 11 Z's, which is one of the names of the meals. But there's more than that. There's more than seven. I think I, it's like. I, I get 32 Z's when I watch Lord of the Rings. Get to be sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> you got us. You got us. Anyway, it's, it's, it's seven meals, dude. Breakfast, oh, okay. second breakfast, elevensies, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, supper, done. Okay, I felt like we eat more, but okay. Well, anyway, it, it's seven goddamn meals. <laughs> Looks well, like what I've do done you want? That, I've done more. <laughs> uh, Under duress, I'm sure. <laughs> this was skin of evil. Um, last week, I mentioned that this was a pretty controversial episode amongst yes. uh, fans of Star Trek. Uh, now we know why. For Ricardo's sake, we didn't say anything, but it's because Tasha dies, and it's not just that she dies; it that is that she dies this way. It's um, very unceremonious. I think it's unceremonious yet appropriate. Personally. No, it's 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 jarring. It's I don't know, for lack of a better term, realistic. Yeah, and I think the show still finds a really great way to the the episode finds a really great way to frame it. Anyway, like um. Anyway, before we get too much into that, Ricardo, yeah, what did you think? Having 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode should have been called uh, Venom Kills Lieutenant Yar. <laughs> yeah. It's Venom. It's basically. a symbiote. Yeah. yeah. The last episode was called Symbiosis. I know. And then the, I know. But the symbiotes yeah. in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot how much like a symbiote this or this Armus thing was. It's it, it's 100%. Venom, like you could, <laughs> you could start this and then go into. I mean, the movie was shitty, but you can go into the Venom movie as a sequel, and it Tom it, Hardy. it it fits it fits perfectly. Uh, Tom Hardly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, say what you want, but the the black suit was the best look for that shuttle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all I right. Get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So I'm sorry. The show starts off and. You think it's you're like oh I like where this is going. Uh, Lieutenant Yar is like hey there there's gonna be a, a martial arts competition and and uh, Worf's like hey are you prepared? Cobra are you Kai prepared for the Cobra yeah. Kai for the All Valley <laughs> yeah, karate exactly. tournament. Yeah. And she's like yeah I think I'm I'm ready. She's like but I could use some uh, some sparring at the holodeck. And there's this this banter about who she's worried about facing, who she's not worried about facing, and this like battle banter is turning both of them on yeah <laughs> like they're yeah. like they're they're a couple they're like a sparring session away from just boning dude yeah they're about to fuck fight right yeah. on the yeah right on the, yeah. the, the just the like holodeck. ninja three when she pours that tomato <laughs> juice all over herself. Oh, the no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. holodeck uh create oh. tomato juice yeah <laughs> pour it on me <laughs> and um and so you have them and they're they're flirting. She's smiling. Even the music's really flirty and she's like like looking at him, giving him like yeah. this look. And he's very nervous, dude. He's like, oh, yeah. I've never been with a with a human woman. I could kill you. Well, but the part of the flirtation starts with the fact that he's like, you know, you're you're heavily favored to win the ship's pool. And she's like, Oh, you did you place a bet on me? And he's like, Well, well, yeah. You're a sure thing. Yeah. Hey, you're you're going to win. Yeah. You're going to beat the <laughs> shit out of everybody, and it's going to be really hot. <laughs> Especially with a tomato juice. Um, anyway, <laughs> watch Ninja 3. You'll get the tomato juice. Um, Ninja 3, the domination. Uh, uh, that so, movie is amazing. So uh, they, get a, they get like a distress call, and they're supposed to pick up... Um, uh, what's this lady called? Deanna Troy. <laughs> Deanna Troy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This fucking uh, lady call. <laughs> yeah, Troy. And so they're going to pick up Deanna Troy. And I don't know where the fuck she's at or why the fuck she's not there. Uh, they kind of, <laughs> what did they say? Like she's, she's on some business. She left, like, she left on a conference. This happens very often. They left on a conference. Yeah. And, and I don't know right. what that means. Like, like, yeah. Why can't we have fucking, we have FaceTime. Let's do it from here. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Why would no, yeah. they? <laughs> they also have holodecks. They can't, they haven't figured out the technology to be like, hey, how about we combine this FaceTime technology and the holodeck and make it seem like they're next to us. And we, you know what I mean? Like, that's perfect, oh yeah, that's actually. Why don't like, they do that? That's such a good idea. Why won't they do that? Like, remember, like in um in Winter Soldier, those people yeah. like they're, they're like holograms, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not do that? Yeah, I don't what know. The fuck, they're stupid, dude. Uh, <laughs> they, and everything too much like Star Wars. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. And so they get this. They get this. Uh, this this distress signal, and it's only audio, no video, mm. and apparently, um. This ship that's carrying uh, Lieutenant, no, it's not Lieutenant, uh, 
Deanna Troy, uh, counselor, counselor Deanna Troy, mm-hmm. uh, is going. They're like they don't know where they're at. They're lost, and like something's going on. Something fishy's going on. And I'm thinking, man, none of this technology fucking works. It's always going. <laughs> it's always fucking up. Yeah. And they they're like, oh, we don't know. And then uh, Jordy's like, hey, careful! You're getting you're getting too close to that planet. And they're like, where are we? And <laughs> and then like they call out where they are. Like, oh, you're at this vector. And they're like, oh man. And then, <laughs> and then but the thing is, the, the shuttlecraft have windows. They could just look yeah, out the window. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and then you have this weird like subplot that's not really a plot where they're like they have crystals, they, so they can't go full warp drive because they yeah. don't have these bullshit fucking crystals. Those are the dilithium crystals yeah. which power all the warp drives. That's how they work. Where do you get? Where do they get these crystals? So dilithium crystals are like really rare. They only exist on like certain planets. Like I think like the first dilithium crystals are found on like a moon of Jupiter or something. Hmm. And hmm. basically they allow a matter antimatter reaction that creates the warp drive effect. Hmm. Um, that's basically it. They're basically batteries. Also, if you don't want to take, um, if you don't want to vaccinate your kid, you just rub a crystal all over them. <laughs> <laughs> Son, I'm going to cause yeah. a matter antimatter reaction yeah. inside you, yeah. and that'll cure you. That'll cure you. That'll cure you or kill you. We don't know. Later in this episode, <laughs> I got so mad when I heard someone say something about matter antimatter. I hope everyone else caught it. <laughs> what? 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 Everyone should have gotten really mad because uh, someone says set matter antimatter injectors to a twenty-five to one ratio. What? The fuck. Now Is remember it, how in that one episode yeah, where, it needs to be Wes one to the, one. It has to yeah. be one to one. That was like the trick question. Oh that, no, that only he, has a single answer. Oh no, that guy, that fucking Leland Lynch guy, fucked everyone. Like <laughs> how the fuck twenty five to one when it's supposed to be one? To, you're gonna kill everybody. Oh, maybe he did it because he remember he said we're we're having minor warp. So maybe it's because he only wants a minor warp reaction and the 25 is matter um, and the yeah. one is anti. Because if you put too much more antimatter than matter, it'll just destroy everything. Then what's the point of saying in a previous episode that there is only one ratio? Maybe it's because they're like they, they didn't quite completely fix it. So yeah. they're like, oh, we got running. This is this warp drive is booted in safe mode. And safe mm. mode is it's 25 true. to 1. Maybe that's what it is. This is the most begrudging acceptance <laughs> I've ever made <laughs> regarding bullshit duct tape patching over lore. Yeah. And, and stupid Starship, Star Trek science that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you set a rule up and then you fucking... <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm sorry. He, he, he did tell Picard afterward. He was like, we can't go fast. We, we're at minimum warp. That's all yeah. we can do. So maybe that's why. Uh, well, he, wait, so- minimum warp, but like, that that's still better than impulse power. Yeah, it's warp one. It's a speed of light. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> So they they bring these bullshit crystals on this little tray and yeah, they ask they ask, <laughs> Lynch, they ask Lynch like hey. It looks like it's is- an escalator. I know. Yeah. Like, and the thing long- is like these are supposed to be I think they're incredibly dangerous. So yeah. the fact that it's just like two dudes carrying it on like a lunch tray. It's just yeah. a salt lamp. It's <laughs> yeah. a pink Himalayan yeah, yeah. salt lamp. It's a yeah. Korean Himalayan salt lamp that you see in every Korean uh, supermarket yeah. out by the rice. 
<laughs> and the like, bamboo yeah. shoots. Yeah. Um, and they, they're like, Lynch, how long is this going to fucking take? And then he's like, I don't know, 20 minutes or more. I don't know. And he, it's like, motherfucker, like, do you even know what you're doing, you piece of shit? <laughs> and uh, he's like, all right, I'll do it in three. I'll just set it by hand. I know. He's just like, like, that's going to take a while. He's like, no, don't do, make it faster. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So he, he does a bullshit fucking fix job on this thing. And he, <laughs> he does it by hand. Uh, it's real bullshit what, what he's doing. Like, he puts his tray on this thing and it looks really hokey, dude. It doesn't look like it just doesn't look right. Um, and and you think like, oh, by the way, the that guy Lynch looks like one of my uh, someone I know. And uh-huh. I was like, oh man, that looks like a that looks like Vito. And uh, I, I had I had to look up the credits. I'm like, no, but Vito Vito's not that old. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so they're trying to figure out where this thing crashed because this thing they can't get a hold of the signal anymore and they're mm-hmm. like oh they think they it went down on the planet that it was close to so they're trying to get a, a a sign of life and they can't there's no signs of life but there's debris so they're like all right we gotta catch it or let's let's be let's be there guys let's not be yeah. here let's be there we need to find out what fucking happened to to diana troy because she's the only one that could feel feelings we, we can't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> can't that's why feeling. yeah <laughs> the only one yeah so so since since it was a crash they send out beverly crusher uh, uh-huh. lieutenant yar uh Riker, and data of course mm. it's the usual suspects man yeah and you know what I, this is where i start getting upset um and so they see the they see the ship and there's a bunch of rocks and then they're like oh there's this puddle of goo here all right, well, I'll just go around it. And then the puddle of goo moves, and you're like, oh, my God, it's fucking Venom, dude. It's it's the... Uh, yeah, it's literally. It moves, yeah. And then they're like, hey, there seems to be this puddle of goo we can't get across. And then Beverly Crusher's like, well, let's just find a shallow place and jump it. And, like, and they're like, shut up, shut up, Beverly fucking deadbeat mom. Um and then they starts moving, and they can't they can't figure out what it is. Like, Dita's like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Some sort of fucking black goo um and he's like no intelligent like life found in in this goo mm-hmm. and he can't get in sufficient information and then and then the goo starts to like take shape mm. <laughs> and it's straight up fucking venom yeah. it's like a rudimentary but you know what for it being what year was this again 1988 dude the the this effect is pretty cool and like the fact that like eventually like Riker goes in there and, they do a good job, yeah. yeah the, uh, and like, given what they have with the budget, they're they're yeah. doing a, a bang up job in making you believe this is a, a weird goo thing that's that's forming shape. And shape. so, part of me thought it was motor oil, and I think some of the angles are it's motor oil just because of the viscosity of it. Mm-hmm. But then, in some angles, it looks like it's like chocolate fudge. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it had to be chocolate fudge when he was on his body because. Oh yeah, you'd be like poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. so um, so this thing takes shape. And it starts talking to them, and he's like, uh, and it starts really fucking with them. Like, hey, they're like, hey, we need to get to, to injured people. And he's like, yeah, you may not pass. You may not pass. Go. Um, <laughs> and he's like, you haven't given me a good reason. And they really quickly realize that this is a bitch-ass fucking Venom thing, dude. He's really pissed. He just kind of just fucking with them, and he doesn't give a shit about life or anything. And he's, he's just a huge dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, the, the liquid it was made of is... is metamucil and printer's ink yeah really yeah i guess that's how they made it like like safe for Riker. it was also pretty cool of them to utilize like a reverse uh playback footage effect for the the guy coming out of the 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 goop 
Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, there's a lot of fun camera trickery they're doing, uh, and yeah. the the only bad parts are the the, the CG when they're trying to move it. Yeah, like yeah. that doesn't look great, but eh, yeah, they're doing their best. And so um, they're like, "Hey, why don't you let us go?" And he's like, "Ah, eh, because I don't want to. I don't want to help you guys." And he's like, "Hey, we just look. We value we value all life. We're just trying to get to our people. We value you. We don't want to. We don't want to do. We don't want to hurt you, fucker. We <laughs> just want to. You do you. We do you. We do us. And just." Everybody goes their way, and uh, Lieutenant Yar is like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go get her people," and he fucking launches her. He does like a space fucking chop, and <laughs> he 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 launches her like across the fucking way, but you don't really know what happens. Like, it's like an uh, energy blast or something. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like if he had just punched her, I guess it, I guess it would kill her. I guess that <laughs> a punch to the head that that hard would have killed her. But so they, they try to attack it with lasers and it like sucks up the energy and it only like, it feels like it makes it stronger. Mm-hmm. And so they go and they're trying to get a reading on, on Lieutenant Yara, but fucking Beverly is like, dude, she's fucking dead, dude. Yeah. She ain't come back. Uh, unless a crow lands on her grave and then she'll come <laughs> back and avenge us all. <laughs> 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 oh no! But then, even then, he died because yeah, yeah. in real life from the oh. Um. So, so uh, this is where I get really pissed because because I'm like they can't kill her like this. No, there's no way <laughs> she goes out like this like a chump. Well, the thing is, like she was a warrior. She should have died a warrior's death, like fighting it, mm-hmm. and she died a very lame way. And that's what that's the biggest problem with this thing for me is that like gotcha she what if what if like look i don't know why they killed her off i Do don't know explain? why they killed her. D- uh, explain but then i'll explain why it was wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh denise crosby didn't want to be in the show anymore well she's uh, wrong she's wrong <laughs> she, i think in the long run that ended up being a mistake given where the show went but right. initially the reason why they wanted she wanted to leave is that she was frustrated that the show wasn't developing her character very much. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Um, but to be fair, also, no one's character was being developed really in the first yeah. season because uh, that was a Gene Roddenberry thing. He didn't like character development. So he kind of kept everyone the same. It's only after Roddenberry kind of stepped down halfway through the first season that more character development stuff started coming out, especially by the second season. So I think she like jumped the gun a little bit early. Um, well, I mean, everyone- Data had like a, his Data Lore episode. Worf got his Code of Honor, whatever episode. Um, yeah, but 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 they're coming. Wesley like, you got know? you know episode after episode after episode. Yeah, but I, and I Picard, think it was of course, coming. Get, gets like every episode. <laughs> but I think I think the thing is that like Tasha, I mean, uh, the, Denise Crosby said that if every episode had been written. This, the way this one was, or if there were more episodes written the way this one was for her, she would have not wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. But it just happened to be the one where she leaves. They like wrote her some of her best lines. So I don't know. I, I why- do want to take a quick moment to criticize the makeup job of, of the of the blood spot on her cheek. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably <laughs> the worst makeup job I've seen. I don't to know date what that's this, supposed to be. Is that is that supposed to be blood, or is it supposed to? Be- I mean, the Cause- color is pretty blood. Like blood red, but I mean, like, what the hell else could it be? It was like originally in the script, there were supposed to be like the the, the guy was the, the evil goo venom was originally called Armus. the shroud. Yeah, Armus was originally called the shroud. And whenever it affected someone, it would leave marks of the shroud all over it temporarily. So I wonder if that was supposed to be the effect of the shroud, but I don't know. But it, then it that's just, one spot. 
it's yeah, I don't like know. yeah like it, i i don't buy a story of like well that's the last piece of the original idea left over <laughs> that makes no let's sense. just do it on her yeah <laughs> just one just one little piece Let's the give cheek. the makeup artist something to do. Yeah. They were really excited for the shroud stuff. Yeah, they made this cutout and everything to spray paint this on. <laughs> it's funny how they originally called it the shroud, but then in- eventually they um they went with skin of evil. I mean, that sounds way more evil. So I think that <laughs> I think I think skin of evil ended up being a cool cool term for it. But anyway, please, Ricardo, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. So she decided in a fucking bitch ass way, dude. Like, the, uh, so. The, oh, I don't know why he couldn't like make. What if Venom made more of him? Like he multiplied himself, and then he she had to fight them, and then she was overpowered by like ten of them. Like that would have been interesting, and like mm. it would have been had the same effect, and it would have showed how like strong she was. And but you have all this, you you like set this up in the beginning where like yeah, she's gonna beat all these things, she's gonna beat all these people in this this tournament. Mm-hmm. But then she goes out with a little space fucking hit, a little fucking space energy i think i think the idea was supposed to be that it shows how overwhelmingly this is like the most evil most powerful thing the crew has ever faced basically right like like they at the, at the very least they've never faced anything this literally evil before like mm-hmm. and i think the idea was supposed to be that it's just really shocking how quickly it could take because this script existed before tasha wanted to leave Denise Crosby wanted to leave. And I think if she hadn't wanted to leave, it probably would have just been like a major injury or something. Right. Yeah. Um, um, But they didn't rewrite it. I think to make it seem like, like a blaze of glory sort of thing. Hmm. I'm personally okay with it because like, to me it like in realistic scenarios, when people die in the line of duty, it's usually not a blaze of glory. It's usually something unfortunate or like really quick and mm-hmm. shitty. So like to me it, it rang true. Like and and I think like from a narrative perspective it's like shocking. It's like uh, I don't know I don't know if I like bringing his name up, but it's like you know how like Joss Whedon's shows used to like have a like a really sudden death. Yeah, right? and then you found out he was just fucking tormenting people <laughs> in the fucking <laughs> in real life. Oh, uh, well uh. Yeah, I shouldn't have brought him up. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's like it's like you know, like like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Angel had like these deaths that were sudden, but they made like narrative sense. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like given the fact that a crew member, a cast cast of the show, wants to leave now, and they're trying to figure out what to do, this is a dramatic way to do it. They could have just said, and Tasha just left. You know, the ship to go. I would to have accepted assignment. that more than than this bullshit death. <laughs> Actually, oh. my issue with the with this scenario is that Tosh is the only one who dies. Yeah, mm. um, like he just chooses to to waste her so like nonchalantly in that one moment. Well, they but explain he nev- why. Here's here's how she <laughs> they, should they have tried died. to, but I don't know. Like his his petulance is so arbitrary, and oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like his his whims are so like all over the place. Well, it, it didn't seem arbitrary to me. To me, it felt a lot like someone who was like trying out different things to stimulate themselves and a direct kill didn't do it. So maybe torture will do it. Maybe talking will do it. Like it doesn't know how to deal with itself. So it was just trying different things out. And it it also probably realized that killing someone 
makes it no longer a toy for it. So it wants to like figure out other things to do with them before doing anything else. Well, considering how full of rage it seemed, I was just surprised that it was able to, you know, resist killing things in a fit of rage, even though it ultimately leaves it empty. Like, it's just something that would happen, I would, I feel personally. Eh, yeah, like, that's, la- that's lashing fair. out that's as fair. they, as they taunt him and that sort of thing. And that's fair. That's fair. The fact that like, it's, it's, it seems really emotional and Seems yeah, like and, and the fact that he was able to kill so so easily like makes it seem as though if he were to lose control in any in any capacity, everyone should die. Yeah, it, this guy also reminds me of Melvar from Futurama. Oh yeah, Melvar is probably an amal- amalgamation of a lot of these types of characters. Yeah, like he, he totally <laughs> feels like a Melvar. The way he he's ex- like, he, well, he, kill, I, he kills Welshy and then explodes Welshy. So. Yeah, but I was exp- yeah, I was I was like <laughs> exactly like as he's yelling, he should be like like zapping the the charred body of Tasha Yar even more. Welshy. <laughs> It's like, I was getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Melvar is definitely a version of Armas for sure. Can can I pitch you guys how I would have killed her off? Yeah, please, please. Wesley Crusher. He's grown <laughs> up. He's played by, I don't know, <laughs> let's say an older actor. You know? Okay. Just some older actor. Yeah. The actor yeah. who played him when he, he grew up to an adult in, in that one episode where Riker got powers. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, actually, um, no, a different actor. Uh, oh. Even older actor. Right? Oh, like he's like much older. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his character should be, should be, <laughs> it's Richard Dreyfus, right? <laughs> okay. It's Richard Dreyfus. And he's writing his memoir. And okay. and he's like he types in he's, his kids are like hey dad let's go and he's like one minute and he types in the last paragraph he's like and then Lieutenant Yar walked into a diner and she's and a fight <laughs> broke out she tried to stop it she was stabbed she <laughs> that's how I should end it just like Stand by Me <laughs> okay so that's the reference I wasn't picking up on it <laughs> well, Wheat- well Wheaton is in that. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's true. And Richard Dreyfus oh. plays him. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Well, that sounds that like a, a market improvement. That, that was a long setup. That was I a was, long was, setup was, for. Was, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so uh, I just would have had her die in a fight or something. You know, I think. I think that's you could narratively do it that way, and it would like you know give her a big moment. But I think it still m- makes sense. To me. I, this is how she should have died. This this episode should have turned into like uh, Lieutenant Yara enters the Kumite, you know, and then she dies oh. in the Kumite, and Van Dam avenges her. Then Van Dam Data avenges her. Oh yes, yes. Oh yes, man, because yes, Data dude. would destroy the competition, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so then they bring back the the away team, and Lieutenant Yara is dead, dude. They try to put a bunch of gizmos on her, and then. When they appear in the in the uh, the transport room, they should have just sent fucking Statham down there. Just <laughs> kick the sh- he already knows how to fight motor oil, like yeah. basically fighting motor oil. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you are you are my element. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, mate. Um, so yeah, you yeah. He just takes off his shirt and just goes in there, fucking shirtless, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, but so they appear on the transporter, and then Beverly Crusher grabs her and he just pushes her. <laughs> towards data and they're like her like limp body kind of just like <laughs> it 
that's really weird. <laughs> it's really yeah. why wouldn't you why wouldn't you transport a yeah. dead body into the medical bay directly instead yeah. of yeah. doing this? It seems because yeah. you can transport the transport room lets you transport anyone to anywhere in the ship. So why? Oh, really? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's only to the bay out of um like formality and because it's just easier. Because it might be, be it might be okay. Here, here's my explanation. The transport room is the only place where you can be assured that there's a clear path for your transport. I think that that's probably one a big part. Like of it's the, the only yeah, monitored yeah. space where there's guaranteed to be nothing in your way when you get yeah, transported. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's definitely one part of it for sure. For sure. Yes. Okay. So they fucked up. They should have just had her, you know, they should just had Statham go down there. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so they, they get her to the, to the medical bay and, and they're like, yeah, she's dead, dude. We can't, we can't bring her back. Dead is dead. It's really dramatic. Like yeah. they, they build it up as if they, they might bring her back. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and they, they're just burning time because they, they didn't, couldn't write anything else. And so, <laughs> so they, we go back to the, to the wreckage and, um, Deanna Troy's there and she's, and she's like, she's a hurt, but you can't really tell what her injury is. Cause she like, mm-hmm. she's holding body parts at one point, but then like, like the next scene, she's fine. She's just like, yeah, it's fine. No, yeah. It's just, yeah. Me. They forgot to have the continuity from scene <laughs> yeah. to scene. <laughs> and so the the uh, venom goes and, and like goes and talks to her and like she's like hey i know that you were left here that you have all this rage and like you know like it's it's fine like they, they you were just abandoned you're just like an, an abandoned person yeah who feels all this loneliness and it's turned into rage and she, you know she's trying to she feels pity for him and, and he's like hi i've Fuck your pity. I pity uh, the fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He really yeah. doesn't know how to deal with it. No, no, no. You're acting so poorly. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a meta, it's like a philosophical concept almost, the skin yeah. of evil. It's like, um, you know what it is? It's, it's, it's twins. <laughs> it's the movie Twins. <laughs> it's the Danny skin DeVito. of evil is Danny DeVito. <laughs> Venom is Danny DeVito. And this episode, mark my words, inspired Twins because Twins released later this this year in December. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so the away team is like you know what's a good idea that venom thing killed one of our people already let's let's go down there again ah uh, yeah it's a little so they head down there and now it's like it's Riker. they brought everybody back and oh and they've made um a wharf he's now in charge of security yeah right and he does a smart move, which is like, they're like, hey, Worf, are you, are you coming with us? And he's like, nah, I'm staying. And I think if they, they would have brought him down, he would have just started trying to punch the fucking Venom. Yeah, he would have, the rage would have taken over. Yeah. The Klingon oh, rage would have engulfed him. He would have done one of those yells. Oh, yeah. um, try to stab the goo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a little, it was a, it seemed to be a nice little character moment for Worf because as soon as he was charged with that duty, he did his best to fill it right away. Yeah, yeah. It's, so yeah. it's like you know, even though he would love to go down there and beat the shit out of something, he realized like, wait a minute, I have yeah. a new duty now. I better yeah. stay on tactical comms duty. Yeah. Um, so this time they send Jordy, and it's like, had yeah, Jordy, but we get spared. Jordy. <laughs> we get spared Jordy, though. Yeah, we spared Jordy, <laughs> and so so they send him down there, and and Venom is like, no one's coming for you, fucking. Uh, Deanna Troy and they're like yeah soon they'll be here don't worry dude they haven't forgotten about you so they come back and then the the Venom thing's like trying to attack them and then um, you go back to 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 uh, Worf and stupid ass fucking 
Wesley. Fucking Wesley. It's the first time he shows, shows up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Why, why are you trusting the kid? The, one person's dead already. You Someone's put, dead. With, it's not, shit got serious. Hand. Let's yeah. get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> get him out of here and get him to shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Go tell him to write his memoir. Stop humoring with him. Richard Dreyfus. Um, <laughs> and so he, Venom comes out and he's talking to them. He's like, hey, I already killed her. I'm not, I'm not entertained uh and 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 so they're, they're just trying to talk to tiana troy and, and jordy's doing this weird thing where he's like he's like getting uh, getting lower and he's trying to look at it like trying to check trying it to out use, yeah his yeah. predator vision yeah, he's using but, his music television yeah <laughs> and he can't he, and he's like he's like shifting around he and he looks at data but like it really doesn't go anywhere because i thought like oh he's gonna figure it out because like uh, some sort of spectral thing, and like if the light hits him at a certain angle, like I thought nah, this guy's yeah. gonna figure it yeah, out. But it's no, true, there is no, no payoff, even though they yeah. keep showing you him, yeah. like watching yeah. intently. Yeah, it's a waste it's of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Waste of time. <laughs> yeah. And so they they figure out uh, old Wharf and and Wesley figure out that when it's like. <laughs> It's the same thing, like the it clown in it part two, which is oh, yeah, if you yeah. just insult it, if you just don't, don't be afraid of it, just insult it. It it gets weak. Yeah, so you yeah. just be like, you're a it's bitch ass fool. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I am. I, oh, I am a bitch ass fool. Oh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm a bitch ass so, venom. Oh. First, first of all, he fucks with him. He takes off Jordy's visor, and he's like, "Don't That's help." That's the him. only reason Jordy's <laughs> yeah. in the scene. Yeah. Just to have a, a knock off your glasses yeah. moment, and then he's like the nerd yeah. that the bully makes fun of. That's pick basically him up. pick him up, you fool. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 stuff like that that made me think like this villain's like Arbus is silly he's a silly man he's a silly villain yeah like, silly boy <laughs> he's evil but like it, it's it's so it's such petty like small potatoes bullshit he's doing he's a, he's a petty bitch aside from the murder he just did yeah but that's a petty murder too. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even yeah. like a cool murder. It wasn't even a cool murder. Yeah. So so while they're while they're talking to, to Venom, old uh Deanna Troy, she's talking to to the crew. Like they're able to so when Venom's like concentrating on one person, like he could shield even the communication. So they can't they can't teleport her out of there. Like it's this Venom thing could really fuck with the with the old gadgets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those rules are barely defined though. Yeah, yeah. And and so she's laying there and she's like talking to the crew and she's like, Yeah, this dude's lonely and he's like he's just <laughs> fucking bitch. Uh and so uh he goes and talks to Venom again. She talks to Venom, she's like, ah, they're here, but I think I'm gonna kill one of them. She's like, No, uh, they're my friends. And, and he's like, Yeah, maybe I'm gonna fuck with him. I'm gonna I'm uh, maybe I'll kill him, maybe I torture him. I don't know. And then she Venom goes back and and he's Venom sucks up fucking Riker, dude. And it's a cool effect. Like yeah. the, the way yeah. he like he like it makes it seem like he tripped them, first of all. And then it sucks them into the goo. It's it, this I was very impressed by like the effects of the, of the time. And it, it's even got this this move that Sam Raimi does, which is the the fingers on like this well, he does it in like Evil Dead, mm-hmm. where like someone gets pulled away and they leave like this trail of like their their nail marks on yeah, the board. Yeah, 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 for and sure. And the same thing happens, but in the sand, it's very, it's very, it's it's a very interesting shot. It's like a horror the, movie shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The That's other the thing, thing. This episode's kind of a horror episode. Yeah, like a not horrors, not horrors, <laughs> horror. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a it's horror. A horror. I, like, like, so, like, to, to me, every horror movie. <laughs> To me, almost every movie is almost sci-fi. 
So to me, like, it's not that big of a leap for it to just go into the realm of horror like this. And I think it's an interesting uh, take on it because the most evil thing they come across is basically a horror villain. I think it's it's cool. I can't think of the word whores without thinking of Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> just saying, <laughs> banging whores. Um, so, so then um, he gets pulled in. You know what upset me too about this episode? So many goddamn shots out of focus. So many shots out, it's, of, uh, out of focus. It's out of focus and also shot with the wrong exposure. There's a ton of shots where you, because they shot on film, and there's a ton of shots where you can tell where they had to push the. So just to explain for the audience when you push film, it basically you leave it in the chemical reaction a little longer so that it exposes more, more than it's intended to. And when that happens, it's fine. You see more of the image, but it becomes really grainy. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of shots where it's like incredibly grainy. And I'm pretty sure it's because they shot it at the wrong exposure. And they were like, fuck, we can't see it. We have to push the film a bit. Now that's what you get. Like a lot of the close-up shots of Picard on the planet is really grainy. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure it's because they, they they were shooting fast and loose and they messed up yeah. the, the way they were doing it. God damn it. Cameraman is fucking. <laughs> but yeah, yeah a lot of shots are out of focus too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really cool horror shot of him getting sucked up. And, and then he's like, fucking Data, help me, you fool. Don't just look at me. <laughs> and and then Venom's like, if you help him, I'm going to kill him. And so he just lets him get sucked in. And Data's <laughs> like, oh, fuck. And it's a really cool effect of him getting yeah. sucked in. And John um, the Frakes looks like really scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they cap it all off with that like face, like kind yeah, of, you it's know, a great effect coming yeah. out of the, yeah, yeah. It looks kind of like the T-1000, but black. Yeah. It was a great effect. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> There's a scene. Um, so he gets sucked in, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's a shot from behind, right? And mm -hmm. none of them are holding phasers. You could see that nobody's holding phasers, but then like they run right to like what i would call the shore the shoreline of venom uh -huh. and then a a, 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 fa a phaser is it a taser or phase whatever it's fucking called it falls in the <laughs> goo and i think it fell off the halter of somebody and it landed in the goo but they yeah, just left yeah. a shot in there they're like oh, yeah. fuck it. it fell in fuck it uh and yeah, we, we can't do that effect again the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it fell off okay i just rewatched it it fell off of jordy's holster <laughs> Yeah, I oh, really? up to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's actually really funny. I, I never noticed it being that much of a blunder because they're like, we can't do that again. Yeah, yeah we can't we, afford we, it. We, we can't get Riker, Jonathan yeah. Frakes all clean again. Do that shot. Well, you, we could only tell, one shot. you could tell it was a double because yeah. it's it's a wig. You could tell it's yeah, a wig. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, you know how much these wigs are? We can only afford one. Yeah. Um, so so he gets sucked in. They're like, hey, I think, uh, hey, hey, Captain, I think this guy's dead, man. And they're like, oh, fuck, dude. Uh, and then they, it's a really cool, there's a really cool effect where like the face pops up. Yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. the mouth is open. Yeah. That is really cool. That is really yeah. cool. Uh, it's, it's a real like horror like shot. And I love mm -hmm. that. Real hooer shot. Hooer shot. Hooer shot. And so they're like, hey, look at this. Here is when like the thing's doing bad things. And, 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 and here's when like it's being insulted. And you get <laughs> We could basically beam him up. While this is when he him. was angry. Yeah. This is when he was being insulted. Yeah. And then he was sad. Yeah. And then you see the energy go up and down. <laughs> yeah. So then Venom like goes and like t talks to DeAndre. He's like, yeah, see, I, I like, I sucked him up into my goo. And she's like, no, <laughs> he's a good man. And, and he's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Uh, and then uh, Luke Picard beams down there and he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to go fucking. 
if I can't send my transporter, my number one fight guy, because he's the best <laughs> transporter yet slash best fighter. So I could only use him for one. Like I either have to use him <laughs> when I trans when I beam these people up back into the enterprise, or I can go have him fight this thing, but not both. He's not the multitasker. He's yeah, the no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, Statham, you stay up here. When when I insult him enough, you beam them up. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and what I said earlier. By like, they barely it, define this rule. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. let's just let's just. I'm gonna like, make him feel really bad, yeah. and then I'm gonna start talking about his mom. <laughs> uh, get really <laughs> upset. Yeah. So basically, he tells he like he's like, hey, uh, first of all, the this this venom thing starts. Uh, not only does it control its its a uh, Tom Hardy, but it controls other people. Uh, mm-hmm. It gets it gets uh, data to aim the the phaser at like Luke Picard and then back at the doctor and uh, Data makes a good point because he's like he's like uh, Venom's like and that shot of Data the close up is way out of focus. So yeah, it's not great. It's yeah. really bad. He's like, how how would you feel if like you killed the doctor? Ugh, how would you feel? And then Data's like, well, technically you would be doing it because you're controlling me. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, and so they get away with that technicality, and and finally Picard's like, beam them up, get them the fuck out of here. I'll well, before that, like, because because Data starts like discussing like Armis's bullshit, and I, I thought it was a really interesting line because it feels like it's sort of Data being angry, which is interesting. So I just wanted to play that back really quick here. Tell me, Tin Man, how does it feel to face your own extinction? Curious. You are capable of great sadism and cruelty. Interesting. No redeeming qualities. So what do you think? I think you should be destroyed. A moral judgment from a machine. Yeah, it's not. It's a line you wouldn't expect from Data, where yeah. Data's like, "Let's fucking kill you <laughs> like, yeah. and see what happens." Yeah, it, that might be the start of like. I mean, it, it, I think they might hint at this a little more later in the show, but Data does seem like pretty affected by the loss of yar no yeah. he he well, legitimately like cares well, for yar yeah i mean he fucked her yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he caught feelings he caught the worst std yeah so they um <laughs> <laughs> what i meant to say is like yeah they actually remember that 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 happened yeah even if and, tasha doesn't that's true oh. yeah dude. <laughs> but all, all the whole episode i wanted him to just go <laughs> that's all i wanted uh we are venom uh when riker's in there and so <laughs> all riker becomes yeah the he could have been yeah yeah like yeah, he, he yeah. gets spit out like covered in black goop right there yeah. like it just yeah. needs to form into a bunch of muscles around him and give him a white <laughs> spider and yeah. there you go yeah, dude. Yeah. uh so it spits out riker and he's all full of chocolate dude <laughs> and they're like, hey, beam him up there. I'm going to stay Poor here. Poor Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. He's covered in this yeah. shit. <laughs> and he starts like, he he's like, hey, if you want me to, you know, because he's like, entertain me. And he's like, no, nah, I will do no such thing, you bitch ass fool. Uh, take me to Yara and I want to see that, that she's okay. And finally, he like, he brokers a deal and she's, he's like, all right. And so he beams, uh, he actually, Venom beam, beams up. I don't know why. It seems like they're so close. Why don't he just let them walk through? It doesn't make any I don't sense. Know. It's just cool. Yeah. So he, <laughs> it's just he more demonstrations of I his know. power. I know. Yeah. And he, he he's just showing off now. Yeah, 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 basically. 
But the funny thing is he he can transport her, him in, but doesn't overhear his conversation of saying, yeah, so I'm going to yeah, I'm going to yeah. fucking make him nope. angry. I'm going to give you <laughs> privacy. Look, I'm going to beam you in there, but I'm going to give you privacy. <laughs> He's very considerate. He's yeah. About that conversation. Like, and uh, it's that sort of stuff that keeps on making me think of Melvar. It's like <laughs> it, it's incompetent. Yeah, well, you know? I don't. Th- well, it. I. I'm okay with the idea of this stupid black goo being incompetent. I think that's fine. I just think it's. It's. There's no demonstration of incompetence before that, so it's the only point it happens. So I, I think that that makes it a little like out of place. Where it's like, well, wait, he, shouldn't he be like? What he the also kind of on? flounders about because like it's clear that he doesn't really know exactly how to get what he wants. But yeah, you know, it's like we just discussed that data scene where it's like, well, haha, what? How's it feel to do this? And he's like, uh, no, no, it's not actually what's happening. You're you're going to be the one who murders everyone. And he's mm-hmm. like, uh, 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 well, uh, how about this? <laughs> Shoot yourself in the head. How does that feel? Yeah, it, like, it's oh, so no. like, it, it, it reeks of incompetence to me. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Well, to yeah. me, that, then that makes sense to me, where he's just like, ah, I'm kind of shitty. Uh, <laughs> Melvar, <laughs> I was getting to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, like, basically, Deanna Troy is like, hey. If you insult his mom and you insult him, <laughs> it's just like the it clown. If you insult it, it's just, just gonna cower. And you have to do yeah. your mama jokes relentlessly, yeah, yeah. over and over again until yeah. he can't even remember where his mom begins and then mom ends. Oh, that's a good one. Use that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes out there and and he sits down on a rock and he's like, uh, he he recites this poem. He speeches and, it to death, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's basically like i don't serve evil you piece of shit and he just starts fucking tearing him down but like not in like a like a yelling sort of way like i would do like like fuck you you (laughs) fucking gooey piece of shit no Mm -hmm. he's like very calm and he's like no you gooey piece of shit (laughs) and like it's very like shakespearean you know like the way he tears him down and it's and he's appropriate very yeah, yeah, he's very um, out of focus while he does it, um, <laughs> <laughs> and and very grainy. Like yeah, he's yeah, so yeah. grainy in these shots. <laughs> and and then and then Worf is like, "Hey, beams him up." And and then I'm like, "God damn it! Why are you trusting this kid, dude? This goddamn terrorist!" Just take um, over the console. Yeah. Don't let him do it. Yeah. God damn it! And so uh, he just starts tearing him down. And 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 Venom's like, "Oh, we are Venom." <laughs> and it, it wants yelling. to leave the planet. That's why yeah. it's talking to Picard in the first place. Because yeah. it, it it even though it's really powerful, it has no ability to leave. I guess. Yeah. So it's trying to co- convince yeah. Picard. It's really like it's uh, it's a hundred percent Venom, dude. It's a hundred percent Venom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's like I, psychic venom, venom with yeah. psychic powers, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's deathly afraid of being alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, time. it's very true. So while he's insulting him, he, they beam up uh, Deanna Troy and old Ben, who's in the fucking, who's the pilot, who's probably dead. Uh, he, yeah, he's, he's not responsive. Up. He's really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, like he insults him one last time, and he's like, Ugh. "I'm and not taking like, you aboard." Yeah, I'm not taking. You. I'm going to leave you <laughs> here. You. Whatever Full. voice actor is playing Venom, it's great because oh. he's just going like. And so he 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 beams up to the ship, and then they just fucking blow up. They they like blow up the 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 remains of the of the crash vessel because they don't want yeah. him to get out. I thought okay, I thought that when they get back to the ship, 
they'd be like, all right, fire all photon torpedoes. Yeah. 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 Blow yeah. Up this planet. Let's blow up this planet. <laughs> nuke this bitch. Let's yeah. get rid of this fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I guess they're. I so mean, they do destroy one thing. They destroy that shuttle just yeah. to make sure that it can't yeah. leave the planet. That's all. Just kill, kill Melvar too. You might as well just keep nuking but like, him. <laughs> but also they're, they're like, they're like, oh, and we, we've, we've made this planet like off of like, nobody can come to this planet now. It's off. But no, but they didn't come on the planet yeah. just to visit yeah. it in the first place. They crash they, landed yeah. on it. So. He, made the, he made them crash. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter. It, someone's in it. He's going to happen again. It's going to happen. Nuke again. the planet, throw it yeah. into the sun. Send, <laughs> send. Now that everyone's safe, send the transporter in there, dude. <laughs> Shirtless. <laughs> and so, uh, they go into the holodeck. Uh, this is the end, the little tag at the end. Mm-hmm. They go to the holodeck and it's a nice, beautiful day in some sort of green planet. Beautiful clouds. It's Windows XP. Yeah. This is Windows XP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, everyone's there, and he gives a, a nice speech, uh, and she's like, "Ah, oh, he she went out uh, in a beautiful way." It's like, "No, she didn't. She fucking venom fucked her, dude." <laughs> uh, and then he 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 goes back, and and then Deanna Troy appears in a hologram, which is how every Natasha dad, appears in the hologram. Sorry, yeah, Natasha <laughs> Natasha appears in the hologram, yeah. and this is how everybody should appear when they're communicating with anybody as a hologram, <laughs> not as a stupid fucking FaceTime thing. <laughs> Two uh, Star Wars. Yeah. It doesn't matter, dude. They could they could do it better. <laughs> and so she appears as a hologram and she starts like like she says like, hey, I don't have a family. I was, you know, I I, yeah. I was just basically I have that clip because it's like basically play. the last line she has of the series. So Hello my friends. You are here now watching this image of me because I've died. It probably happened while I was on duty and quickly, which is what I expected. Yeah, I did. Never forget I died doing exactly what I chose to do. What I want you to know is how much I loved my life and those of you who shared it with me. You are my family. You all know where I came from and what my life was like before. But Starfleet took that frightened, angry young girl and tempered her. I have been blessed with your friendship and your love. Yeah, so she, she then goes on to talk to each of them individually. and I find it so odd that she had a special message ready for Wesley as a kid. Like before- Yeah! This implies that she's constantly updating this hologram. Either that or just assumed, <laughs> I'm going to die like probably this year. <laughs> every year I have to go back to this hologram. <laughs> it's like a will. Yeah. She, has to, she has to check every year. Like, will question. Um, and imagine, imagine being, imagine being there and like, like <laughs> she's so going through. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that one. I like that joke. <laughs> Sorry, some land and some don't. I apologize. No, that landed. It got uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so you you have imagine being there and like you're you're one of the last people she's she's like name dropping and then she's like oh fuck what if she doesn't get to my name what yeah. if she starts naming all these people well Picard only brought the ones she talked about this is these are I the only yeah, people Picard on the probably sh- watched the message beforehand yeah. and it's like okay she only talks to these people yeah oh shit she doesn't mention Jordy Jordy don't okay holodeck don't to- run Windows XP <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Jordy, you stay here. Um, and so, so um, it's it's an interesting goodbye. She she didn't mention um, you know the fact that Data loved her because he's the as far as we know he she's the only humanoid that he's slept with, right? No, he's the actually, only. Actually, I I wrote a, a note down for that because it says to my friend Data. I only had sex with that one time. You're I mean, like yeah, a there's... child. I know. Oh, oh, oh wait. She yeah. says you're like a child. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah, Tasha. I well, was like, she did. Oh, she did damn. grow up in a. She did grow up on a fucked up planet. Why yeah. you gotta do data dirty like that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, he and was he, fully he... functional. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said so himself. Uh, but it, it was, I, the, this last part was fine, but I don't like how she died. And I, I don't like that she died, period. I don't like that she, that she wanted to leave. You I'm, did I'm say sorry, early, Ricardo. you did say early on in this podcast series that she was your favorite character. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, For at least well, an episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she, she kept being, she kept coming in and out. She was in and out of the will, of the Will Wheaton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, <laughs> It screwed me over, man. Well, I am sorry to say, um, don't don't read more about it because there's like weird spoilery stuff. But um, okay, she does not come back. Okay, uh, she is the first permanent death in Star Trek history. Oh um, god, because as famously Spock died in um, Wrath of Khan. Yeah, but then spoilers. You know, but then you know, search for Spock. The, the next is title of the next movie. <laughs> what? Kind it's just spoiled. a search for Spock. It didn't tell yeah. you if they find him or not. It's not, it's not, it's not called we found Spock. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just shows up in the fourth. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, no, it's, it's sad. Also remember last episode when she waved at the camera and I mentioned yeah. that. So yeah. That's yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was the last shot she ever had in the show. The show was oh. shot out of order. So the, okay. So uh, the director then. was like, "Hey, this is your this is your martini shot for the whole series. Uh, yeah. Wave goodbye." And that was it. And oh, well, that to her sense. credit, she waved a very happy goodbye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was glad to be leaving. Um, right. So it wasn't the. It was interesting because the cast was very sad to see her leave. Like those tears they're crying were legitimate. Um, uh, Marina Sirtis would often say that like uh, they had become really good friends on set. And mm-hmm. she was like, my best friend's leaving, basically. So it's like, she was very emotional. And because she was crying, everyone else started crying. And then apparently... <laughs> Use it. And then but the thing is, like, they also, like, had to do other scenes. So, like, in between scenes, like, uh, Patrick Stewart was trying to make it a bit happier. So apparently, mm-hmm. when they walked onto the to the, the Windows XP set, he started singing uh, The Hills Are Alive with the Sound of Music <laughs> to kind of nice. get everyone to feel a little better uh, for the scene, but... Yeah, and it was, uh, it was, I know you guys don't like it. I actually kind of like the way she went out. It feels Star Trek, like a lot of no. people in <laughs> Star Trek die this way. She just happens to be a high level officer. And I think it's, it feels appropriate to me. I mean, I, you just called her the first permanent death on Star Trek, but there was that one like, um, Indian engineer guy who totally. Oh, of a, of a, of a, of a, of, a, of like a, a, a central character, I should say. Not there's tons of red shirts and shit that died in the original series tons of times. So and I, I like it just came to mind again because you were just talking about how usually people are dying all the time. It's just not Tasha. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like he died very unceremoniously. No, it was about as sudden, sure, and yeah. it was because of just some electrical discharge from a panel as an ah. accident. <laughs> it was an accident, literally. Yeah. So I, I don't sad. 
I think the thing I bemoan slightly about the episode is that it's it's clearly rewritten to have her death built in, right? So they give Data a moment at the end to like, you know, reminisce. Because like Data clearly, you can tell because he's the last person standing that like, he really cares. And, yeah. you know, and it was remains in the hill. But it's also implied throughout the series, and especially at the beginning of this episode, that Worf had feelings for her too. And I wish they had more time to do with something with that in this episode. Um, because yeah, he just ed- like he just ends up staying on the ship, which is a tactical choice, but I wish he had more of an emotional moment. Like he he wasn't allowed to really express how much that meant to him. And I like I, part I of me thought that like that scene that they had at the beginning where they're talking about the martial arts tournament and stuff felt almost like, well, Tasha only has so much time left and she has shared very little screen time with Worf and like, she needs to be like reasonably close to the entire crew in order for this to be affecting. Mm -hmm. So let's give them one tender moment here and let's sprinkle in that twinkly music to make it even more tender. (laughs) And then you know, when she dies, Worf will have a reason to be sad. Yeah, but I, I, I think, yeah, I, I wish, I wish they did more with it because it's, it was, it feels like a missed opportunity of that episode. Yeah, because otherwise they did have a friendship that was based on like their mutual like uh, love of competition and and things like that. Like, when yeah, they were Riker playing that was we, on, yeah, yeah, that one like one sport thingy. They were playing together. They were like. You know, she was like saying, t- telling Riker, hey, he's he's opening up. He's coming more friendly and jokey, you know. Right, like, right, right. And it seems like it's Tasha's influence, you know, because I don't know. It's it, it would have been it also definitely would have been nice if Tasha kept going as a character. But think about how useless this episode would be. Like the, the episode is defined. Honestly, the stakes are, are raised dramatically from the fact that she died. And I think yeah. it makes the episode a lot more affecting. Otherwise, it's nothing. It, this episode might as well not even be there. It's like there's no real point to it. Yeah, if Venom didn't successfully kill anyone, he would have been the biggest joke of a villain ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would have been like, why? This was a waste of time. But mm-hmm. I don't know, Ricardo. What are you going to rate it? Because I know you have some strong feelings. What would you want? Well, to rate like it? I said, this is both the best episode and the worst episode. In one, mm. what do you what what about it? I I think I understand what about makes you worse, but what about it makes you best? Uh, the venom, like I like I dig. Ve- I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of venom, not this venom, <laughs> but just venom in general. Uh, and this was a good origin story for venom. I mean, it literally is venom. <laughs> it's as close to venom as to, you can yeah, imagine. To me, yeah, to me, Star someone Trek. saw this and said, "I know, I'm going to make a comic book like that." <laughs> well, when did Venom debut in comics? Was not an '80s creation, Venom? Oh, let me see, Marvel Venom. Let me see what. While you look at that, you come in here again. <laughs> In fact, you can go anywhere in the city preying on innocent people and we will find you and eat both your arms. And- <laughs> Did you find it? Uh, yeah, he was uh, created in 1984. So 84, okay. It so predates predated. this episode. So okay. Star Trek stole Venom. Yeah, yeah so the they saw the comic book. They read the comic book and they're like, this is a good idea. Let's make yeah. our own Venom. Yeah, yeah. It was probably rewritten that like they're probably going to all get uh, like sent off to the Beyonder dimension to have a, to have a battle. <laughs> And that's what that martial arts tournament was originally. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that arc of the Spider-Man show was fucking hype. I got super hype when that happened. Oh man, I was like, "Storms here, it's sick." <laughs> How is she in this show? 
Although the way they introduced Venom in the Spider-Man cartoon was atypical because they didn't want to go through all that like multi-dimension stuff. They just yeah, said, like, yeah. it hitched a ride on the space shuttle. Yeah, which it became like a, a an origin for a lot of Venom. Yeah, it became stories. a go-to alternate take because it, it neatly did away the, it's really the, easy. the it's necessity easy. of another yeah. dimension and a... It's from space. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, so what would you rate it, Ricardo, then? Uh, I think I would go seven and a half, eight. Okay. okay. I'll go eight. I'll go eight. I'll be. Okay. Be okay. Good. Dan, what would you do then? I think this is a seven to me. Okay. Okay. I'll call it a seven. I'm going to be controversial. Um, I ended up really, really liking this episode. The only thing about this episode I wish it had more was more Worf um, talking about Tasha. Uh, so I think it's a nine and a half for me. I really like this episode. Uh, mm. I think I think her performance at the end was really good. Like that that last scene where they're in the holodeck. Like it starts off really corny because they're in such a bright like blue sky fake room. But then yeah. I think as you see the fact that the cast is legitimately responding, like they're legitimately feeling this way. And no, yeah, Marina uh, Sirtis does put in a lot of work during that scene because like they keep cutting back to her and she's there's more tears every time. Yeah, because she was legitimately like really sad. And yeah, you see the rest of the cast and they're all like, you know, feeding off of that. And then that really big, the really, really close up shot of uh, Patrick Stewart. As he's, yeah, like, yeah, I actually really like. Yeah, I really like those shots of his face. Like, even though his his head's so freaking huge, it's like, <laughs> well, you just get to watch him act. Yeah, in your face for a second, and it's really for, nice. For a theatrical actor, he has really, really great subtle facial like acting that worked really well in that shot. I and like how he like tenses or clenches his jaw when he's when he's clearly not having a good time. Like yeah, when yeah. when they're like trying to revive Tasha and he's like kind of watching tensely in the background, you could tell that he's like clenching his jaw and like yeah, it's he's he really puts a lot of effort into it and and also apparently that last uh, speech that Tasha gives at the end in the hologram is one take and it was only the one the the one take they did. Um, oh wow, yeah, because nice work, she, Denise. She, she killed it. So yeah, I, I think I would give it a nine and a half because it's not the best episode of Star Trek in the world, but. I think emotionally, it's the best episode of the season. Um, I'll say, like, the reason why I, I rate it a little lower is because uh, the character of Armis in particular frustrates me. Oh, I totally understand. Yeah. To me, it's like, that's why I think it's like a horror villain where it's kind of like, there are rules, but it's not super, like, consistent. Kind of like yeah. a lot of horror movies are. That's why I'm like, I'm okay with that feeling. If, if we're dealing with, like, a horror villain, they're kind of all over the place and they have different reactions to things and it's like ah, i'm okay with that you know i, I find that fine but also i i kept i kept thinking of of the planet as viagra 2 not vagra 2 i just can don't worry we all it. did <laughs> everyone at home did too <laughs> admit it uh, and so we finish the most controversial episode of the first season skin of evil um tasha yar leaves us in an extremely abrupt unexpected way and unfortunately never returns. She definitely never comes back. I'm not saying that ironically. <laughs> uh, never, uh, ever, <laughs> ever. Um, the next episode is We'll Always Have Paris, which is a fun time travel romp with Picard. Um, so that'll, that'll That's be... That's going to be a tiny bit of whiplash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the, the it is episodic. So <laughs> there's, little, there's little things happening here and there. But anyway... 
Uh, this was newbie Star Trek. If you guys uh, wanted to uh, listen to f- more episodes, find more of our bullshit about Star Trek and Ricardo being like, oh my God, what the fuck happened here? And being angry at us. Uh, you can check that out at uh, newbiestartrek.com. That's N-E-W-B-I-E startrek.com. Or wherever else you find your podcasts. We are on pretty much every podcast platform now. Also, we we're have- We're also on any- OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not, guys. What if I started an OnlyFans at, for the for the podcast and it was just those promos? <laughs> just the promos and then um never mind. Just, just, <laughs> just and, and just and just like like stills of of various characters in compromising positions from the yes. show. Yeah. Like they, yeah. it's just a perfect still where Riker's just bent forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh as he often is cuz he's he's often in, in a variety of fun poses. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That may also, be that may be legally questionable. <laughs> we don't know uh, that. CBS swoops in and they're like, "We want that OnlyFans money." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop stealing it from us. <laughs> uh, we also have another podcast. It's the Fugitive Frames Film Podcast. It is a podcast where we discuss not just Star Trek, but all sorts of films and topics. It's a general film and show podcast. Uh, Last week, uh, Ricardo released the Christmas episode, bad Christmas yeah. movies episode. Yeah, with uh, right in time for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you 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 lampshaded very well in the episode by saying like these release constantly throughout the year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Um, you, and you did it with our, our good friends Drusha and Savannah, and it was nice to hear them because I hadn't heard from them in a while. So yeah, that was a fun uh, sorry if you listened to that and then listened to this. Uh, I should have included a message where I talk about how like we couldn't get uh, Jerusha was out of town and she, she I couldn't hand her the equipment that she needed, so mm. we had to use uh, Zoom on her phone uh, to do I think the recording. She sounded fine. I, I honestly was okay. not like, oh, this is weird. I think she was good. Yeah. All right, yeah. well, you know, yeah. well then, good. Yeah. Then forget forget I said that. And <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the next episode coming out? Uh, the next episode we're doing is. Um, God damn it! Now I'm drawing a blank. It's Dr. it's a Dre horror episode. Motherf- <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror a horror episode. A horror episode. Uh, uh, it's a. I want to say, is it uh, psychological thrillers? I think something. Is like the one that. with Rick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That'll be that'll be fun because Rick. Um, yeah. Rick's super into that, so he had a lot to say. But, yeah, yeah. Yes, that was. So that'll be. Um, That'll be coming out the the first of the month, I think. Cool, cool. I'm first week am, of the month. First month. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy these are back because I look forward to them. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good. Also, we have a YouTube channel, uh, Fugitive Games, <laughs> where uh, we play, we do let's plays and uh, streams, and sometimes we have reviews. And I'm trying to work on some like scripted content stuff. But uh, in the meantime, uh, we're we're let's we're we're currently going through uh, Batman. Uh, the Enemy Within, which is the second Telltale game, and L.A. Noir. Um, we actually finished recording Batman: The Enemy Within last weekend, and that was really good. That was a really, really good ending to that story, and I think it honestly had some of the best versions of Batman characters I think I've ever seen. <laughs> so it was uh, it's I, a breath of fresh air if you're sick of the same old stuff. That yeah, for sure. I don't remember. Fi- so I finished it clearly because I, I it's I passed both seasons, but I don't remember how it ends. 
So well, oh. depending on how you played that's it, true, it that's true. Very. I saw uh, after we finished a game, I looked at little bits here and there, um, based on how you play. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you play, episodes four and five are completely different. Not just oh, like yeah, different yeah. choices. Yeah. Like you are in different scenes. These scenes do not even exist in either. That's what it's I like it, to hear. Like yeah, that, for, that's what for, you want from a game pe- like yeah. those. For people, for people that don't know how the game is played, it's like a choose your own adventure video game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's Dan uh jokingly uh it's not even that big of a joke where he he described it as a like a um like a dating sim because a lot oh, yeah. of the game is trying to figure out who you want to be chummy with, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's and- it's <laughs> it's managing a, a set of relationships. That yeah, that's yeah. pretty much the entire like point of the enemy yeah, within yeah. by the the third episode it's clear that you're just juggling yeah like your your relationships with people and it's so interesting because the fifth episode especially is basically they basically made two different episodes and depending on which way you went it's a completely different thing altogether it's crazy like it, it's really interesting how much time they spent on that and it's I should look uh, up the alternate take. I'm 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 interested. Yeah, it makes me want to play it on my own and just play it the other way and and, and see how you it'll should. go. And you should do it on a non-switch platform to check and see <laughs> just how graphically <laughs> compromised it was. Oh, it's bad. I've I've seen some footage of it <laughs> on PC and it's like, oh yeah, that looks way better. <laughs> There's textures on everything. Um <laughs> Why textures? <laughs> I played That's it. That's actually I, surprising. They, I played. I think I played all their games except the. Oof, there's one based off another game, and I can't remember the, the Border, name. Uh, Tales from Borderlands. Borderlands. That's it. That's the only yeah. one I haven't played. Which is funny. It's that's for a lot of Telltale fans. They consider that the best Telltale I know, game. I know. I which know. is really interesting. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I don't know if I need Borderlands context to enjoy it. So yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of the issue for I, me. I haven't too. played it either. So and I, I, I don't. Played I don't. I played enough Borderlands to know I don't want to play Borderlands. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just a, it's just a loot shooter. You just go around go doing the same loop over and over again to just get a bunch of items, and I, it wasn't fun to me. But claptrap. Clearly, a bunch of people find it really funny uh, and fun, but uh, not me. I just found it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I I did play all the Walking Dead games, which were really cool. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That those I mean that was their claim to fame, right? That's why they were. Yeah, yeah that was like the first one that really blew them up because they were doing adventure games before Walking Dead, but the Walking yeah, Dead was the like one the that Back like to the really future like, game that was really bad. That Back to the Future game. I, I, didn't I think they also did it. like Sam and Max so, games before. So yeah. the Back to the Future one is really glitchy because it was like their first That's one. why. I, I just but, I was just like I can't get past this fucking kitchen se- sequence. But but it's pretty cool. The storyline's like canon as well. Oh, is it supposed to be canon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's not like the TV, sh- the animated show where it was just like bullshit. They just what I no, remember no, no, most about that game is how much they wanted to like uh, push how impressive their Michael J. Fox sound alike was. That's he, true. He yeah. was impressive. Yeah, no, he was good. He yeah. was good at it. And they even got like, uh, the reason it's canon is because Bob Gale came back and wrote wrote for it so oh, that's true yeah yeah i forgot about that mm-hmm. i didn't even realize that okay cool cool yeah, yeah so so quit knocking it marvin <laughs> well it's unplayable so <laughs> says you is that but anyway this is a star trek podcast and then uh next no week, it isn't next not week, anymore gonna... <laughs> next the week venom, we'll... the venom podcast <laughs> Uh, uh, stay uh, tuned for our full <laughs> review of Venom. Stay, stay tuned for a like turd. Like a turd. In the <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's the that's the that's the line, right? Where you knew just shut up and enjoy it. So you will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, <laughs> won't you? Rolling down the street like a bird in the wind. Yes, <laughs> that delivery. But he was having so much fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is a great moment in the movie where the where the venom is just basically like, "Don't worry, I'm a loser too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next week we're going to watch We'll Always Have Paris. We're going to go through some fun Picard French time travel shenanigans. Might uh, see some chest hair. Might see some chest hair. Might see some multi-data. Uh, might see some fencing. Might see some Paris. Might see some Eiffel Tower. Might see some fromage and wine. Uh, the French. An omelette du fromage. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, hey, may I, may I suggest how you close this episode with, 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 with a song? Oh, please, please. Uh, close it with the Eminem song that he recorded for the Venom soundtrack. <laughs> I thought no, you were going to go... No, no flag, they're going to... I love so much. <laughs>